Hello and welcome to Talk the Line, a new podcast from the line of best fit. I'm Jen Long. I'm a disgraced radio presenter who's now resigned to saying things on the internet. The line of best fit is the UK's biggest independent website for new music discovery. You can have a little look at it on the internet at thelineofbestfit.com and you can follow us on our fancy new debut Twitter at Talk the Line. Mozart's sister, aka Kayla Thompson Hannant, grew up an only child in Canada's British Columbia province. She was introduced by music by her uncle Peter, and as a teenager, she fell in love with the likes of Bjork, Eyre, and Peter Gabriel. She began her musical career as a member of Shapes and Sizes, the only Canadian band to be signed to Asthmatic Kitty, the label set up by legend Sufjan Stevens, and she relocated to her adopted hometown of Montreal in 2007. Under the name Mozart's sister, Kayla's found an outlet for the material she found difficult to convey to her bandmates. The real Mozart's sister was actually an accomplished musician who cut short a promising career and left the stage entirely to her brother due to the pressure of 18th century society values. Hopefully, Kayla doesn't have that struggle. Her debut album, Being, was released in 2014 and the follow-up Field of Love followed earlier this year. I first met Mozart's sister a few years ago at a grime show and I think she just finished playing with the band Talk About Life and we sort of hit it off over a few drinks and I interviewed her for this podcast talking about perfumes and scents while she was staying in my spare room before the Great Escape Festival with the odd intrusion from my cat Pancake. Thank you for schlepping over to my flat. Oh wow, thank you. It was a short... (laughs) Ride on the 48. <laughs> a long ride, but just one bus, which is nice. That's rare. You get to sit on one bus. Yeah, it's a good one. Thank you for bringing snacks as well. No problem. But you're not that... allowed to eat them I know. until we're done. It's kind of, I'm looking at those last bits of cheese. Little, like, little crumb of cheese. I'm going to shrivel. By the end of our hour, it's just going to be a... Ah, just get a little coating of hardness on it. <laughs> a crunch. The ledge. <laughs> um... What are we talking about today, Mozart's sister Kayla? We're talking about the power of perfume and scent. Is this like a sexy conversation? It's. I don't see how it couldn't go there. To be <laughs> honest, like, um, yeah. And actually, I my little anecdote. Shall I start with it? Oh yes. Yeah, sorry, you did. Okay. You did tell me you had a little anecdote. Well, I was trying to think about like what it is about scent and, and perfume particularly for me that drives me so crazy and I know it's something quite primal and I think today when I uh, this little thing happened to me I realized oh there's something there so my boyfriend is in Australia right now and um, he said oh I had this really amazing breakfast today and the waitress I'm I'm pretty sure the waitress is wearing Wonder Oud which is what I I'm wearing, which is my perfume right now. And and he was like, and then he said, when I smelt it, I just was, I was like shocked, you know? Like I felt this bodily reaction. And I, I'm not a jealous girl, but I was like, there was something in me when he told me this story where I was like, stay away from her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I didn't say that out loud to him. I'm saying it out loud to you, but I was like, that fucking sorry you can swear that fucking bitch like get away from her you know (laughs) just because she had the same perfumes there's something that like i find it extremely attractive i find smell to be i have a very sensitive sense of smell yeah so i will like get on a bus and be like 
similar mistakes. Oh, and for I will sure. like have to move seats and open the window, and I'm I'm like a nuisance about it. Okay. Like I sat down, I was getting a train back from Glasgow today, and I sat down in the carriage, and I was like, someone in here smells like bo. Yeah. And I was legitimately thinking I would have to move seat, but thankfully it it faded. It's a really, it's a it's a it's a body thing, yeah. for sure. And I hear that women have better. A better sense of smell because we're supposed to, you know, have babies and be very careful about what's around the babies and stuff. Right. I wonder yeah, if your sense babies. of smell heightens when, uh, once when you you're preggers or when you're preggers. Probably. Yeah. No, I'm sure after. But yeah. definitely when you when you're pregnant, right? Like you're disgusted by the smell of things, right? Oh yeah. That's what people yeah. say, at least. I mean, I don't know. I've never put, been, been. I've never. I've myself. never tried that <laughs> pregnancy thing. <laughs> can't say I've dipped my toe in that yeah, ocean. Yeah, man. Bucket list, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> bucket list or no bucket list? Constantly, is this on the bucket list or not, right? That's, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know. I think mine's off. You're off. That's off. fine. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good for you. Make that choice. Just mm. wipe your hands of it and... Just adopt. Totally. Adopt and keep this washboard stomach. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We've gone off on a tangent. We've gone already. Off on a tangent. When you first said that you wanted to do perfume as as this uh, as the topic for this podcast, straight away I thought of the novel. Yeah, yeah. And you were, you said, okay. Well, is it going to be about you know encasing virgins in in uh, grain alcohol and drowning them in grain alcohol? And, and I was very disappointed. Spoiler when you said alert. No. <laughs> Sorry, no. I did. I you know what? I actually read that book. All the way to the last 20 pages, I was on tour and I lost the book. No. With 20 pages left and I was like, meh. <laughs> I kind of get the gist. It was good. It was engrossing, you know. I mean, I'll t- I can tell you the ending when we finished. I don't want to spoil oh, it tell for me everyone. At the end. Okay. I can actually have a copy upstairs. Oh, you actually just run through the last 20 pages while I'm here. Yeah. I mean, that would make a fascinating 20 minutes of <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Just the sound of paper turning. Paper turning. Huh. Ooh. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Sometimes though, I feel so. I, mean, I guess for people who haven't read the book, it's about this this guy who's like orphaned, born an orphan, and he's kind of also like the devil. And I'm making it sound a bit too Harry Potter right now, the, but he, he's yeah. born an orphan, and he's sort of he's like a bad guy, and but he has an intensely strong sense of smell to the point that it's it's like crippling. Yeah, um, and then and a, a and an amazing talent to make perfumes. Yes. Penchant for scent. A penchant for scent. <laughs> That's what penchant I was going for. <laughs> la parfum. Le parfum. Yeah. And yeah, he, but he like lives in the hills to get away from people because he can't bear their stench. Yeah, right. And right. then he kills loads of like, oh, virgins to make the perfect perfume. And he finds the perfect wine, right. And he likes the virgins. Oh yeah, the girl in the garden. Yeah. Redheaded? Probably. Why do I think that? I, don't, I think she might have been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Ginger. Mm-hmm. But... I, I do feel so. I, I, like I said, I, I do kind of feel something of a sympathy for him because I, 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 I do understand when you're like in a situation like oh, and like when, when you have to hang out with someone who has a bit of a pong and you kind of, you don't want to bring it up and be like, why do you smell or like do you yeah. know that your breath is disgusting? Yeah, and you kind of do that thing where you're like, oh, might get some gum. Do you want one? You know, I, I know. It's funny, I, you know, we all experience maybe probably, you know, partners or, or temporary partners with bad breath. 
I've had it a couple times. Some 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 breath stuff. To partners though is fine. But yeah, you get used to it. There's something. What? No, I. Really? Yeah. Okay, me. Just yeah, me. No. This is, is this I going into gross like, territory? I was talking about like colleagues or like colleagues. friends. Or I was colleagues. Talking, like if, if, if my girlfriend had like stinky breath, I'd be like, oh my God, babe, you really need some chewing gum right now. Yeah. But there's something also I think, okay, a colleague with bad breath that you're not like into sexually. <laughs> no good. Like just, you're just like, woof, you know? But then a partner with bad breath... I don't know. There's something about it where I'm almost like I it's like the the like sex and smell thing is interchangeable. Like I can be really drawn to a smell and it like make me kind of feel sexual energy for somebody or something, you know, like get a spark. And the other way around, like I can almost if I'm sexually drawn to somebody or something, I can I can almost, you know, like be interested in their gnarly smells kind of like sweat <laughs> like sweat yeah well sweat's a sweat's a big one mm. so are we are we broaching into pheromone territory now? Mm, yeah i don't know is that stuff I, I i heard somewhere recently that it's just a bunch of horse i mean you're you're the food. expert i don't know i will also say that my cat has come into the room and so <gasps> uh hi pancake pancake my new best oh, I was friend. Gonna, yeah, I was going to say, if you hear crunching noises in the background, that's... It's a little kibbles. It's a little kibbles. Um, well, I saw this show. Oh, boy. Man. I didn't have cable when I was a kid. Mm. And um, my granny did, though. So when I went to my granny's house, I would always just, like, TV addict mm-hmm. in the making, for sure. And I would stay up super late and watch this kind of sort of sexy show that was mostly like uh the secrets behind sex and it was kind of science and kind of so it's perfectly acceptable perf not no like if my granny had walked in you know this is like one in the morning if my granny had walked in and you know what are you doing i you know she i would just really hope that i could mute it and she wouldn't actually look at the screen because it would not be appropriate but (laughs) there was a study which i remember quite well about uh you know women given men wearing the same t-shirt for a week and then they put them in bags and they mix them all up and Mm. women smell them and and rate them as far as best smell to to worst smell and apparently (laughs) the highest rated smelling t-shirt guys were the most symmetrical what like their bodies and their faces were the most symmetrical that's weird I know. Hmm, I don't have a retort for that. Yeah, it's something interesting. That is interesting. So your sweat glands are symmetrical, so I don't really understand. I don't really understand so your why. Your scent could be linked to your to your, physical your form. Yeah, your construction. Do you, know, do you remember that band, uh, the Airborne Toxic Event? No. It's still going, actually. I don't know why I say, do you remember? <laughs> um, do you know the band, the Airborne Toxic Event? No, I don't. Uh, they're a band from LA, and their guitarist Stephen, he doesn't smell. Oh my god, kind of like the guy in Perfume, because that's right. The, the, the guy doesn't in have a smell. Doesn't have a smell, which is freakish, though. Stephen doesn't have a smell, so I used to I used to hang out with him quite a lot. How and, do you know? Um, because he would come off stage after playing oh, yeah. like a big sweaty gig, and he'd be like, "Smell my soaking wet shirt," and I was like, "Dude, you're disgusting." And then he'd be like, "No, seriously, smell it. I have no scent. Like I." 
my sweat doesn't smell. Like he was missing something in his sweat glands. That's crazy. And it just smelled like a freshly laundered shirt. But he was wet. Soaking. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, like clone? <laughs> I don't know. They missed it. Maybe he was it. so perfectly symmetrical. Oh, they just everything neutralized. <laughs> <laughs> so where did your fascination with, with perfumes and scents begin? You know, it's like one of those things that... I'm not sure. Hmm, let me think, let me think. Oh, gosh. It must have been this, this limited edition body shop perfume in grade eight do you have the body shop in we do montreal uh montreal i don't know but i grew up on the west coast mm. we're a little britain over there so we do have we had marks and sparks and stuff like that amazing um, amazing yeah totally so body shop moonflower it was called and it had a pale <laughs> pale purple plastic you know body shop's pretty pretty basic it's a basic bitch as it's, far as scents go. It's like an ethical basic bitch. It's an ethical basic bitch. Totally. You're like, I can totally stomach you. You go, girl. I'm not going to wear <laughs> yeah. it. But anyway. Um, so this moonflower scent, limited edition scent, because it's no longer around. I was just like, just obsessed, transfixed by it. And um, yeah, and then it's sort of, I don't know. I, I think recently, well, in the last maybe seven years or so. Five, five years ish I started thinking to myself okay I'm gonna I'm gonna invest some like money into nice perfumes and it just felt like the most like luxe thing I could do for myself you know spent 150 150 dollars on a bottle you know it just oh seemed goodness. like insane is that how much wonder dude costs wonder dude is <laughs> <laughs> uh wonder dude is 100 100 yeah Around there. Okay. 150 bucks, yeah. My first ever job was working on the perfume section of Boots the Chemist. Really? Yes. So that sounds a little bit gnarly though, because what is that like? Adidas sport kind of uh, they have a range. sport they for have women? A, a full range of perfumes. Oh, okay. Well, Boots is like our big kind of um, pharmacy. Yeah. You buy everything in Boots. And um, I went to a school in a place called Cambly that um, was a very big school. Uh, there, there was a contingent of bad kids at the school um, who were known for shoplifting. Oh. And because I was in school with these kids, I, and I, I was 15, it was my first ever job, my, my job was to stand there and um, when they came in, keep an eye on them because they were the ones likely to that's, mix stuff. That's a real tough job for That you. was my first job was snitching, snitching on your peers. My- <laughs> So maybe when you go to the the perfume aisle in Boots, you have these memories of feeling horribly ashamed and like uncomfortable in your teenage self. Yeah, yeah. Also, I had to wear the most hideous uniform and I got paid £3.18 pence an hour. Amazing. Wow. That's still probably the minimum wage in many places in America. <laughs> oh. But th- smells can really bring you back. Oh, 100%. And like... I heard somewhere that recently that deja vu is just your mind, um, your brain like misfiling memory. Right, okay. So it's like in the wrong space and you, it's essentially like a glitch. I thought it was a glitch in the matrix. Because it's a glitch all, in the matrix. Because we all live inside a simulation. Sure, well, our brains are, are mini matrixes, so all <laughs> that's all true. Okay. <laughs> um, and I kind of feel like sometimes when you smell something, it 
you know, it's almost like a faded memory or, or, you know, maybe there's something exact that you can remember, but it's like a distinct feeling or maybe a person actually. It's kind of like an old song, I suppose, when you have one of those smells where you're like, oh my God, it smells like, like when I always um, think of like my granddad's tobacco tins. Yeah. My granddad's tobacco had like, it smelled like tobacco, obviously. Yeah. But, but you know. Was it pipe tobacco? Or? It was pipe tobacco. Yeah. yeah. And he had it in these um, gold kind of metal tins that he used to keep it in and that has something about the combination of the tin and the tobacco had this sure. sort of scent that any any time I smell it I'm like sure I mean like look at this bottle okay so you've brought you've brought props I brought props is it time to whip which them isn't out? the best idea for a podcast I realize no, 100% <laughs> is. 100% is. so I brought props this is just my little collection of of things I brought on tour um and got on tour so this is okay this is the uh, Comme des Garçons Wanderoud. Um, you know, shout out to Comme des Garçons. If you ever want to sponsor me with some free, uh, <laughs> free scents, I'm really down for that. Just like the color of it is this sort of, it's super glossy, off kind of black brownish bottle shaped like a rounded off rectangle. It's, it's got a kind of funny spout. A funny spout, yeah. The spout is it. It's almost like one of those um, vape boxes. Yeah. You know, it's like almost the same I was shape, say, like a really big mouse. Yeah, you know, off off like a PC from the eighties. Yeah, totally. It's like a really big mouse for sure. So quite ergonomic, <laughs> then you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and rounded. This interesting thing about this bottle is that it doesn't stand up straight. Oh, that would drive me crazy. It's sort of annoying, but it's also quite So you can amazing. only lay it down flat. You can like only a lay it down flat. Paperweight. Paperweight. It's a paperweight perfume. But the same thing with you and your grand granddad, mm-hmm. you know, this gold tin. It's almost like that experience, you know? To be fair, I haven't ever seen a perfume bottle that looks like that. Yeah. So it's very unique in that sense. It is, it is, yeah. They have a lot of different designs. And I quite like the the sort of font across it. It looks... Helvetica. (laughs) (laughs) Times New Roman. Uh, It looks Helvetica. But it it looks quite um, 70s. Yeah. The the colouring and the font. The colouring and the font. It's quite sort of like blocky, no frills, straight to the point. So I've, you know, I bought this perfume on tour because I forgot my perfume that I usually wear in Montreal. When I left and I was like, I went for maybe two weeks without a perfume and it was driving me nuts. It was driving me crazy. Like, cause every little thing on my body I can smell. And when you're, when you're traveling, you're like, you don't have a home base so much, mm. you know, you're like laundry is harder. So like every single <laughs> thing and you're out all day and you're walking, you know, and you're around when you're in Tokyo, you're around all of these fabulous people that are look amazing. And mm. To me, like smelling amazing is as important as looking amazing. Yeah. And um, so I was, it was driving me absolutely nuts. Just like smelling the like humidity on my neck. Like, you know, I had that same sort of sense of smell yeah. where it like bugs me. So I, I was like, okay, I have to, I have to buy a perfume. I did some research and decided I was going to go to the Comme des Garçons store. Went through all of them. They have a bunch of different ones. 
and meticulously decided this is the one. Okay, what do you, how do you do it? Do you, because I, I sort of like fumble and go for the first one the person recommends. I'm like, okay. Right. Do you um, do the spray on the little strips? Do you wave them in the air? Do you keep them for like six hours in a pocket and come back later? I, this time, I've done it different ways depending, because I've, I've had different scents um, that I've worn for a long time. But this time, I just went to the store. I knew I liked this stuff from, from them. So I went to the store, didn't know what I was going to get exactly, but I knew I liked the brand. Went through all of them, there were probably about 15 or 20 different scents, and just narrowed it down and narrowed it down and narrowed it down until it was down to three. And then I spritzed. So it was like, you know, and I felt like, okay, I'm like, I felt like a quasi-professional consumer. Like, obviously this is, you know, I really, my brain was like, oh, you, this feels so good. You're like buying something and you feel really good about it. Um, when I brought it home, I sprayed it and I was like, fuck, this smells exactly like my musical theater teacher when I was eight. <laughs> I was like, no. And I just, like, it just hit me. It was very precise. It was really precise. I was like, this smells exactly like Margaret. Um, and I went to this musical theater school from about ages ooh, eight to 11 or so. Okay super hilarious like cheesy 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 like really the what's the not waiting for Guff, waiting for guffman style if you've seen that oh christopher yes, guest yes. The, the, the the mockumentary the mockumentary about the musical theater guy like almost at that level but with little kids you know <laughs> i was going to summer heights high in my head summer actually. heights high perfect <laughs> that almost that level you know and so when it sparked that like thought of her i was like i I can't, I can't wear it. <laughs> so what was like, her name? Margaret. Margaret. Don't know. So you called your teachers by their first name? Yeah. Gosh, that's very progressive. The school was called Claymar and run by Claude and Margaret. So just, I don't know, just, you know, <laughs> sending you in the direction of maybe ah! where they got the name from. I love it. <laughs> Claude and Margaret. Yeah. Claymar. Claymar. So I almost had to abandon it. But I don't know. I, I got over that. <laughs> Luckily. Then I realized it was $150. Then I realized it was $150. And I got and over it. I just, yeah. But, can, uh, I, can I have a spray, please? So you I want can, a spritz? I would yeah. love to smell what the oh. fuss is about. Oh, okay. And what do I stray away? Let it air? You can let it air, yeah. Let it air. Okay, but let it air. I'm wafting. You'll smell it okay. in the air. Ooh, that's pungent. It's quite masculine, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I like the the half the masculine ones. Mm. My first, the first person I'm trying, that I'm I really bought. trying to do like a wine tasting kind of getting hues of, but I'm I'm completely failing. Is it floral? No, it's not floral. I don't know actually what oud is, because there's one called Wonder Wood, which has more of a wood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a which very masculine a name for a perfume. <laughs> Oh god, just spritz it all over me. Yeah, give it to mm. me. Um, <laughs> cover me in your cover wonder me wood. In your wonder wood. So oud is like oh, a it specific. It's kind of like, like kind of. I don't. I don't want to say musty, but it's, it's peppery. Got that sort of like, like spicy smell. To it. It's spicy and peppery a little bit, mm. and woody. It is a little bit woody. Yeah, I like all the woods. So I've also brought. This is just straight vetiver. 
That to me is I an love indie band. That. It's what? That's an indie band to me. Straight vetiver? Just vetiver. Oh, vetiver. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So I sniff this direct from sniff the bottle. Sniff that direct this from the This is like bottle. a tiny little blue bottle thing. Essential oil. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Oh, that's re- yeah, really woody. It's Nutty. really it's really woody. It's quite sharp wood. Yeah. What do you do with that? Do you put that on or do you like use it in You know candle? what? I ended up kind of mixing it with... Um, I bought the, a Nivea deodorant in the UK, like when I was here last, mm-hmm. and just kept, like I liked it, so I kept buying it in in uh, Canada, and I would like put this on my wrist and then dip it under my arms, mixed with the Nivea, <laughs> super cheap, like like £1.99 Nivea deodorant, yeah. with the really nice like straight wood essential oil. Do you not like the smell of deodorant or... I don't know, like, what they're doing sometimes with that stuff. Like, the cucumber ones from Dove, like, they're so disgusting. (laughs) They're gross. Um, Yeah, I don't really like deodorant smells that much. I like how this um, Wonder Oud is really starting to kick off now. Yeah, is it it changing? It's changing, yeah. It'll change. It's getting more, like, more woody, actually. It feels like kind of of burnt wood. Yeah, there's a... I'm, shall I give you more? I would love some more wine, thank you. That's the sound of wine pouring. Yeah. Um, my first perfume, I, I, you know, I, I went on a tour with that band Trust. Yeah. Um, still really good friends, a friend of mine, Robert, and uh, I've played bass in, in his band hmm. a few times. Anyway, side note, but <laughs> uh, went on tour with Trust around the states and. I had smelled this perfume on my hairdresser guy, very flaming guy, um, and I was like, I need it, I need it, I need it. And then Robert wore it. Robert wore it the whole tour, and I was like, <gasps> drove myself totally insane, holding out, you know, to finally have enough money to buy this what was super it? decadent thing. It was Hermes Terre, oh. another unisex one. Okay. And it changed my life. Like that was the first perfume that I. I like saved up and bought. So how much was that one? Um, it was about double, almost double what this is. Like for half as much it was. So it's like a proper They can be expensive. Yeah. I Centel, um sorry, Lolabo. So Do you know? The, see because Centel thirty three <clears throat> is like everywhere now. That Lolabo one is like the one that haunted me where there was a time where um it just you know when you keep smelling a smell and I think the, the pop singer Ray Morris, she would wear it a lot. And I would like be hanging out with Ray and I'd be like, yeah. what is that smell? Yeah. And then there's a radio host here called Nick Grimshaw and he would definitely wear it as well. And yeah. I would go into the studio that he'd used like after him and the headphones would smell of this yeah. perfume and I would like, be putting them on or like the back of the chair would like smell like him, which makes me sound like such a big creep. But I think because I kept smelling this perfume again and again on all these different people, I was like, what is this effing perfume? And I even went to like, like I was in an airport and I had time to kill before my flight. And I was like, I'm going to find this perfume. Yeah. And Did I was you? like, Go, no, because it's, don't it's little level. Yeah, it. the, yeah, it's the smaller. And I felt like I was like haunted by it. It's really crazy the power it has. Like smelling it on a pair of headphones, it's going to remind you of that person, mm. you know? 
And whenever you smell it, you think of that person. If you smell it on another person, you will automatically, I at least, automatically associate those people. Yeah. And like they have something in common. Even if they're like, like Sophie wears the Santal one. Yeah. And my friend Ashley wears it. And I, but they're, they don't know each other at all. They live in totally different places. And I would just be like, all right, there's something that connects these two people. <laughs> it's like, they don't know it, but in my head, they're like friends. Yeah, it, they're, it's like a, some sort of invisible kind of, it's akin to that, that cat parasite. What? Do you know about the cat parasite? Well, oh God, I don't know, but pancakes oh God, probably got it. You've got, got it. it. You've got it by now. I've got the cat parasite. Yeah. Oh God. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's not harmful unless you're a rat. So yeah, you've got it too. I've got it probably too. Um, What's she giving me? Pancake. <laughs> Pancake, get in here. Pancake, get in here now, you little shit. <laughs> oh, don't scare her. She's just getting used to me. So the cat parasite, I heard this um, uh, podcast and uh, NPR, I think it was This American Life podcast on parasites like years ago. Cat parasite is um, a parasite that likes to live in the belly of cats and it will kind of bum around and infect particularly mice and rats. Mm. And what the parasite does is it makes the person that is... The, has the parasite or the thing that has the parasite attracted to the, the cat pheromone. So got, I have it. You do. I have it, definitely. So yeah. these oh rats God, and mice. Here she is. She knows oh, that we're talking about no. her. She's a very intelligent cat. Pancake, come here. Come on, Pancake. Your Although apparently parasites. cats don't like um, strong scents. That makes sense. Because they have a really sensitive sense. sense of smell. So if you just put perfume on and you go to pet them, apparently it's like shining a really bright light in someone's face. Right. Sorry. Sorry, darling. So anyway, the rats that are infected with this parasite are so attracted to the cat that they'll just walk up to it. And then the cat will eat the rat and then the parasite will be in the cat where it wants to be. So it actually draws creatures to cats. Oh, so the cats don't give it to the rats. The rats get it somewhere else. The rats get it somewhere else. But then they're like, Cats. I love cats. Like they're yeah. they're draw. They're like attracted to their mm. pheromones, right? That would so be me almost... because I'm always I'm the person that stops on the street and I'm like, hey, boop, 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 boop. I know. And Sophie's like, my girlfriend's like, can we just can we just walk on? No, actually, she's not. She's she's got it too. She's got the parasite as well. <laughs> well apparently, the cat. the cat parasite. People who have the cat parasite are more likely to be drawn to each other. Mm. Oh my god, is my entire relationship based on some microscopic bacteria <laughs> well, in my intestine? Well, this is the thing that I'm getting at, is like, you know, I'm like, how can I, you know, synthetically sort of create that level of, of like, uh, control upon, on, upon, like, things around me, right? So, by spraying myself with this thing, not only do I intoxicate myself with it, but it could have wild effects. You this know, is true. on other people. But you know, it is it, there is that thing though where, where your, your your like significant other will text you and and say that they've just smelt your perfume on someone else. Mm-hmm. And I think you know people sense they're not hundred percent the perfume though. There's like a little bit of like there's, a there's mixture, more personality. To apparently, them. yeah, there's a mixture of like they'll they'll people wear them differently. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, but there's also like your own. Scent. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I mean, is like mixed with your own scent. Yeah. They smell like, different. 
like when you find like a t-shirt or something when your like partner's gone away and there's like a t-shirt at the bottom of the bed or something like that and you creepily give it a little sniff and you're like oh yeah oh, oh yeah and your stomach does a little kick oh <laughs> cute yeah <laughs> like do you understand how they how they make the perfumes or how they decide what the scents are because so many times i've been into like perfume shops but or i mean let's let's be honest perfume counters where they they've kind of been like oh and this one's got hints of coffee and you're like really like how how do they decide what goes in the perfumes i think it well i'm not i'm pretty uninformed really i when i was at sophie's i dj sophie dj sophie Sophie. (laughs) pc music sophie yeah would be not a dj we've joked about this before i'm like when are you gonna be a dj when are you gonna get to be a dj (laughs) i'm not a dj anyway so um there's a perfume bible at sophie's house that i was perusing through a little bit and it's like it's um it's a tech it's a i feel like it's like a anything like any technological kind of object that we have now it's which I can't find anything technological. But you're like, this, you know, how is that made? It's like, well, oh, and this, then you go back into device. this recording device and you go back to, you know, Tesla, <laughs> like the electrical guy. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is when, how they, you know, first harness electrical current. And it, it's a huge lineage of, of um, yeah, of technique, I guess. Mm. And I think the perfume is similar to that. Like it takes a lot of um, a lot of fine tuning, and there's a lot of crazy ingredients in there that will make it um, stand out from um, like the smell of of a fruit or something. Right. Okay. So things that will make it like bond with your with your body more so than just like rubbing some petals on your face. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those poor people that had to do that at one point. Do you think some of your love of, of of scent and fragrance, as you were saying earlier, comes from being musician and being on tour, and not necessarily and stinking, and all, stinking the all the time? Yeah, that's. I was gonna I was gonna phrase it more delicately, but yeah, and stinking all the time, like not having access to say a shower every day. No, I don't think so. I'm not sure what it is. Is it I mean, more like controlling the people around you? Like you, you were saying earlier. It's, oh, um, I know. I'm manipulation. Yeah. Mm, I think it's mostly just feeling like... It's like... It, to me, it's it's the same as what hairstyle you have or what kind of clothing you wear. Mm. Only mm, subtler and more interesting, in my opinion. How much of your interest is in the actual scent itself? How much is in the aesthetic of the scent? Because <clears throat> perfume ads are always, I don't know if they're the same in Canada as they are here, but they are fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like they are, they're like mini movies sometimes. For sure. They're kind of like, they're like probably the most ridiculously advertised product, like more so than cars. I'm just thinking of the Charlize Theron J'adore. Do you know this one? No, I think I was thinking of the Nicole... Is it Nicole Kidman who's in the one that is a bit Moulin rouge Or is that... Am I just thinking of Moulin Rouge? Yes. There's like an epic <laughs> long advert for like... And at the end they just say something like... Moulin Rouge. Coming... Givenchy. Givenchy. Oh, maybe. Oh, oh my goodness. 
ドンチンおうんでロードにてるそうだねロードはいつもこうやってやってるそうだねロードはいつもこうやってやってるそうだねロードはいつもこうやってやってるそうだねロードはいつもこうやってやってるそうだねロードはいつもこうやってやってるそ
I, I'm quite annoyed actually at the moment and I feel like I need to vent my frustration but um for some reason I just always seem to buy perfume at the airports so I don't know whether yeah it's because I have like free time free or, time or because the perfume sections are always so vast and shiny and bright and you they force you to walk and through you them. have to walk through them um, or whether it's just because they you don't pay that and I'm cheap. <laughs> like that but <laughs> I was in the airport and I needed some new perfume and I said to the girl I was like I want the most obnoxious thing you've got are I was you like, serious yeah yeah I was like I want to leave the room and like 20 minutes later people can still smell me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so was why like, was that I want the most obnoxious ostentatious fucking arrogant perfume that you have and I tried a couple and I went with um uh, YSL Black Opium. I smelt it on your on your desk. Did you know? What? I knew you'd been in my room. Because I was getting pancake. Is, because my <laughs> book know. is now in the kitchen. Well, I needed to get pancake. <laughs> you needed the cat. <laughs> anyway, I went up there. And then and I and sniffed then I your perfume. And I, <laughs> I sniffed your perfume. I stole your book. And I took a pen. I took a pen. Because <laughs> I lost my Parker pen. It's okay. It's fine. <clears throat> anyway. Um... <laughs> So yeah, I smelt it. And do you wear it? Yeah. Crazy. Why did you not notice it on me? No. Do you think I'm not wearing enough? So I'm usually quite liberal with my spraying. How much? How many spritzes? Like three. That's quite a bit. Yeah. And do you find at the end of the day you can still smell it on yourself? I think I can still smell a hue. I don't think it, it's as pungent as as when I first applied it. Um, but I think it's still there. It definitely stays on my clothes. But I, so I asked for this perfume and then I wore it for about a year and people always used to be like, oh, that smells great. What is that? And recently they've started a big ad campaign. Really? Yeah. It's like advertised everywhere. And it was, it was sort of just like a, like, it felt like bottom of their line. Like one that right. no one was never really promoted. I and liked it. I thought it was quite good. It's really nice. Yeah. But now it's everywhere. And I kind of feel like a little bit of me is... I know. I don't want everyone wearing it. I know. And yeah, when I um, I bought a, a perfume in Victoria when I was visiting my parents, that was just like a, a local thing. Mm. And uh, it smelled a little bit like my this friend of mine's perfume. And I felt guilty. I was like, I don't know if I should buy it. Like you're stealing a little bit of her soul. Yeah. Mm. Like her steez. Perfume is like full style. Thank you. <laughs> the look. <laughs> the look. Huh? That's the look of a steez. Un- an unhip 31-year-old. <laughs> uh, just maybe not North American enough. Um, and no, I think they have that word they here. They have that word here? People uh, have definitely said it to me before and I've just sort of nodded and smiled. There you go. So steez. I, I just... Uh, I just outed you on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that we could talk about perfume for so long? It's, it's, a, it's a very engrossing topic, I would say. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you um, so much. I'll let you get back to the hardened cheese. I know, crunchy crackers. <laughs> Turn this mic off. I need a cracker. Oh, that flaked away in my mouth. I think it's quite flaky. It's all good. A big thank you to Mozart's sister for making my front room smell beautiful. 
That was Talk the Line. You can follow us on Twitter. We've got a brand new Twitter, our own Twitter. It's like we've grown up and just ditched Best Fit Music at Talk the Line. You can follow me at Jen Long. Please do subscribe to this podcast because then every week you're just going to get a brand new one stuck straight into your phone. Also, if you like what you hear, we would love a review. It really helps us and it really helps other people find us. A big thanks again to Kayla for her time. We'll see you soon. Bye.